Good morning, friends. You've tuned into Faith Communications of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. We're delighted that you joined us today. Our hope is that today's message will help you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we listen to today's message, keep in mind that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's go right into today's broadcast. Lord gave me Psalm 66. This morning, just the first couple verses says this. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Sing the glory of His name. Make His praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. How aw- Say it, church. How awesome are your deeds. What He has done for us. So great is your power that your enemies cringe before you. Oh, church. How great is his power that your enemies, our enemies, shall cringe before us. Not enemies in the flesh, not flesh and blood, not people, but the powers and the principalities of darkness shall shudder at the name of Jesus. The battle we are in, the battle we are fighting is not against each other. It's against a power and a darkness that we have reigned victorious on because of what the Lord Jesus Christ has done. All the earth bows down to you. They sing your praise. They sing your praise to your name. Come and see what God has done. How awesome his works on man's behalf. He turned the sea into dry ground. They pass through the waters on foot. Come, let us rejoice. He rules forever by his power. His eyes watch the nations. Let them not the rebellious stand up against him. Praise our God, O people. Let the sound of his praise be heard. Let the sound of his praise be heard. And so fear must bow. Sickness must go. Poverty and lack You are broken in the name of Jesus. Spirit of addiction, you are broken in the name of Jesus. Alcohol, you have no power in the presence of the king. You have no power to save. You have no power to heal. You are a liar. Satan, you are a liar. And I call you a liar. The father of lies. And you will quiver. And your knee will bow. And you will confess that my Jesus Christ is Lord. Your power is broken. At the cross. In this place. And here. Now. Today. Life begins when you get a hold of it. When you get a hold of it, you get a little bit cray-cray. Because you begin to see. You begin to see. And you begin to see God begins. You are blind. That's why the song says that I was blind, but now I see. And when we're up here and we're looking a little bit cray-cray, it's because we see. We see the battle. We see the battle. And if you don't understand it, 
Ask God. Ask him to show you. Show me that victory that she's yelling about. Open my eyes. Because when you don't, when you don't know Jesus, you're looking. Everyone's looking. Guess what? When you do know Jesus, you're looking, except for you know where to look. And you go to him over and over and over and over and over and over and over. We go to the word over and over. Remind me. Remind me who I am. Remind me what you've done. Remind me. But if you don't know Jesus, ask him and he will open your eyes and you will see. And your life will never be the same. The lives of your children will never be the same. For God brings salvation, not only to you, but to you and your entire household. Generations will praise him. And the hearts of generations will turn to the Lord. For he is victorious. And the victory is now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. By your name, we overcome. By your name, we overcome. We thank you for your name. We thank you for your name. The beautiful name of Jesus. Every tongue shall confess. Every knee shall bow. At the name of Jesus. Father, we worship you this morning. There's such a sense of excitement and a joy and an energy here this morning. For those who have begun to understand what it means to move from death to life. And there are those here this morning who are hearing this, and maybe it's the second, third, fourth, fifth time that you're hearing it, but God is moving on your heart. God is stirring something in your heart. When we're speaking up here, it's not us speaking, it's the Holy Spirit speaking through us, and he's convicting you in your heart saying, I need something different, I need something to change. I need something to change. You're going to have an opportunity here in a little bit to make a decision. Life is all about decisions. Life is about choices. And you have an opportunity to make a choice. So as we close this time of worship, Father, we thank you for who you are, for what you've done. We look forward to the amazing things you're going to continue to do during this service. And that this is going to be a springboard a springboard for many people moving from death to life. From death to life. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We'll turn around and say hello to somebody. Greet someone. Church, how we doing? How's everybody doing this morning? Hallelujah. We are doing good. We are fired up if you haven't noticed. We are fired up, if you have not noticed. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I love the shout of praise. Hallelujah. You know what, church? Easter's only two weeks away. I mean, we are just in the beginning of a month-long celebration. That's going to last us all year, praise God. We, we, you know, if you're new here, maybe you've never been here before, I'd like to say that Most Sundays are kind of like this.
We're a church that likes to celebrate. We're a church that likes to recognize what Jesus has done, what God has done for us, not by our own strength, but by him and what he's done, moving us from death to life. That requires us a little bit of joy, a little bit of celebration. I am a huge sports fan. I love watching sports of all kind, and I can get myself so torqued up, if that's the right word, when Penn State football starts losing, which sometimes they do, unfortunately, and then I can get so excited when they come back and they win and they score a final touchdown and they win the game, and I'm jumping up and down. But church, are you kidding me? We have the opportunity to jump up and down to worship the risen king for what Jesus Christ has done for us. If that doesn't get you excited, nothing will. What Jesus has done. Come on, church. Man, we are starting a new series this month called Death to Life. And I want to kick off this series. We got Easter is two weeks away. And we're doing the service a little bit differently today. We're going to do offering uh, and just a few announcements at the very end. But our focus today is not about that stuff. Our focus today is about right here. Our focus today is about right here, what Jesus has done. There are people here this morning who are going to make a public declaration of their commitment to Jesus Christ. They are making a public commitment to what Jesus Christ, having him as their Lord and Savior. You know, Liz had mentioned earlier, this week we had to travel across the state to eastern Pennsylvania, Lehigh Valley area, and we had to attend a funeral. And the funeral that we attended was for Liz's aunt. She was only 66 years old far too young to leave this earth. But let me tell you something. That God had put on the hearts of three different people to minister and to speak life into her life, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, to allow her to make a decision. Nobody, this was a surprise. Nobody knew that she was going to pass away. This was sudden. But you see, church, I'm telling you, God is, he is jealous for you. He loves you. He wants a relationship with you. He is never going to give up coming after you. He is never going to give up coming after you. She was 66 years old, and God was after her and after her and after her. And he spoke to people and said, reach out to her, call her, go see her. And they did, and we believe that she made a decision for Jesus Christ on the last days of her life. Praise God. And she is rejoicing this morning. She is up there watching this. She is rejoicing in heaven because God never, never, never gives up on you. He will not give up on you. Each of us has to make a choice, a decision. Church, life is short. The Bible tells us in James chapter 4, it says, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. Church, you do not know what will happen tomorrow. You don't even know what's going to happen this afternoon. For what is life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes 
away. Appears for a little bit of time and then vanishes away. While we were home, or back in Lehigh Valley, I'll call it. That's where we grew up. That's why we call it home. This is our home now, praise God. Erie is our home. When we were back in the Lehigh Valley, we were sitting on my, in my parents' front yard. And we were there for the funeral. And neighbors, which I grew up with, I saw them walking around the corner, and they were just walking on the sidewalk. And the mom looked very distraught, and they stopped, and we said hello. And what we come to find out is that her son passed away on Monday. He was 43 years old. You say, why, Pastor Why did that happen? Why did that happen? Because we have an enemy, church. We have an enemy whose goal is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. We have an enemy. His name is Satan. He is the devil. He goes by the name of the accuser. He is the great accuser. He is looking to make death your permanent home. But church, the Bible tells us something completely different. The Bible tells us we have an opportunity to walk in life for all eternity. No matter what happens to our physical bodies, no matter what happens when we die, church, every one of us is going to die physically. But church, the Bible says that our spirits will live forever. And it is our spirit man who is the true person. It's the true you. It's the true me. It's not this shell that I have on. This is a temporary body. This is a temporary body that I have. It's the spirit man that is real. And the Bible tells us that that spirit can live for all eternity. We have the opportunity, but church, we have to make a choice. Each of us has to make a choice. It says in Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1 and 2, To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. There's a time to be born, and there's a time to die. Church, are you ready? Church, are you ready? If today was your last day, if today there was no more tomorrow, life is but a vapor, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. If today was your last day, are you ready? Are you ready to meet God face to face? Are you ready to see Jesus? Because the Bible tells us is when we die, this is what happens. This is what happens. The Bible says in Amos 4, it says, prepare to meet your God. Church, prepare to meet your God. I'm encouraging you today to get ready to prepare to meet your God. The Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death. In Romans 3.23, it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Every single one of you in here has fallen short of the glory of God. Me included, me this morning, we all have fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says, 
if we've sinned, if we all have agreed that each and every one of us have sinned, what, what does that sin mean? Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death. Church, the wages of our sin, the sin that we have committed, leads to death. And if we don't make a choice, if we don't accept the gift, if we don't take a hold of what Jesus Christ has done for us, when we die, when we are sitting in, at that funeral, when it's all over and our spirit has left our body, the Bible makes it very clear, you're going either to heaven or you're going to hell. We say, wow, that's just, you know, I don't know what that's all about. That just seems fictitious and there's fire or something like that. The Bible is very clear about what hell is. Very, very clear. And you know what hell is? It's eternal separation from God. It is eternal separation from God the Father. And every single person that walks on this earth gets to make a choice of where they want to spend eternity. Every person has an opportunity to make a choice. And this morning, you have an opportunity to make a choice. You see, the Bible says a price must be paid. A sacrifice must happen to pay for the sins of you and me. Something has to happen You can't just sin and just say, well, it's just going to be okay. No, something has to happen. Somebody, something has to pay the price. Something has to pay the price. Romans 6.23, the rest of that verse says, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Church, we have a gift. We have an opportunity. I read a story just the other day. In fact, it was yesterday morning about D.L. Moody, and he was, he was preaching the gospel message at a prison. And he started talking about the, 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 the jail administration gave him a pardon. And he said, there's someone who's going to show up this morning that you get to give them their pardon. You know what a pardon is? Basically, you're free to go. You're free. No longer enslaved, no longer in jail. You are free to go. And when he was up there preaching, he said, he goes, hey guys, just before we start, I want to let you know that one of you is going to be pardoned today. Oh my gosh, everyone, oh my goodness, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? Like everyone's, he couldn't even get to his message. He couldn't even talk about anything. He had to tell them who it was that was pardoned. And when he said that woman's name, she stood up, she cried out, and she fell on the ground. And she stood up again, and she fell down again. And she was so emotional. She was so, she couldn't even understand. Oh my gosh, me? I am going to get pardoned? I no longer have to bear the burden of my sin, of what I've done. I no longer have to be in jail anymore. And he said, yes, that's you. And everybody started cheering, and she was in tears. Church, this morning, a pardon is available for you. A pardon, the greatest pardon of all time. Every sin you've committed before and every sin you'll commit moving forward, it's a pardon is available for you. The Bible makes it very clear that the only way to heaven, the only way to heaven is to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. You have to make a decision, a choice that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. 
In John 3, 14 through 6, it says, Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. He loved you so much that he sent his Son to die for you. That whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Death to life for all eternity. Church, the opportunity for all eternity can change this morning. For God did not send his son in the world to condemn them. He didn't come to condemn us. He came to the world that we might be saved. This is what the Bible says. And church, this morning, if you're hearing this for the fourth, fifth, first time, you have to make a choice. You have to decide, is Jesus Christ, this man who walked the earth, fully man, fully God, who died on the cross and rose from the grave, which there is evidence of, and the Bible writes story after story, account after account that it happened, you have to decide, is he a liar, is he a lunatic, or is he Lord? You have to make the choice. And you need to make the choice today. Because the, world, the Bible says that today is the day of salvation. You don't know how much longer that you have. And you have to make this decision while you're here. While you're on this earth, you have to choose. Is this, guy, is this Jesus Christ a liar? Is he crazy? Or is he Lord? Church, I'm telling you this morning, he is Lord. He has paid it all. He has the keys to life. Every person has a longing, a desire in here. And that hole can only be filled. That desire can only be filled when we make Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. When we do that, when we pass away, today we are closer to death than we were yesterday. Sorry to say it. And tomorrow you'll be one day closer. But you can make a choice this morning to live for all eternity with him in heaven where there is no more sickness, there is no more pain, there is no more struggle. And the beautiful thing about making Jesus Christ your Savior, you also make him your Lord. And when you make him your Lord, you actually get to live a victorious life while you're on this earth. You get to say, I invite you into my life, every bit of my life. Every struggle that I have, Jesus, I need you. You no longer have to work on doing it on your own, trying on your own, struggling on your own, trying to be everything to everybody. No, it can stop because Jesus has come into your life. He can come into your life if you choose him to come in. So when we say you can make Jesus Christ your Savior and your Lord, you get to live all eternity with him in heaven, but you get to live and walk victoriously in this life. Does it mean that nothing bad will ever happen to you? No, I didn't say that. The Bible clearly says that trials will come, but he takes you through them all with a peace that passes understanding, with a joy unspeakable. There are things and benefits of making Jesus Christ your Lord that you can't even imagine yet until you do it, until you begin to understand that I was addicted to this and Jesus is helping me. I don't even want this anymore. This is a life transformed because of Jesus and what he did on that cross. Today is the day of salvation. 
Romans 5, 1 says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Church, we can have peace in our hearts this morning to, when we make Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. So bow your heads and close your eyes with me this morning. I'm going to ask you a question. If what I'm saying this morning has stirred in your heart and is speaking to your heart saying, you know what, Pastor Jason, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I know I am a sinner. I know that I need a Savior. And I believe and I want to pray and make Jesus Christ my Lord and Savior. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Do not wait. Don't wait till after the service. Don't wait till next week. Well, I'll think about it and I'll decide a little bit later. No, today is the day. Today is the day of salvation. If that's you, every head bowed, every eyes closed, if that's you, slip your hand up this morning. Say, this is me. I want to make this decision for Jesus Christ this morning. Come on, church. Who is it? Somebody here needs to make a decision for Jesus Christ. A choice that changes their life for all eternity. Anybody at all? Anybody? Okay, look back up here at me. We're going to move into a time of water baptism. If you're here this morning and you've made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, you've already done that, but you have never been fully submerged, baptized in water, you have an opportunity to do that this morning. Church, you have the opportunity to do that this morning. You say, but I didn't come prepared. Well, guess what? We prepared for you. We have shorts. We have a shirt. We've got all kinds of things, towels. We have everything that you need. That you can, this morning, make that public declaration that you've made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. The Bible makes it very clear that this is the next step. This is your next step. So if you made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior and you need to take your next step and the Lord is pressing upon you that this is what I want you to go do, don't wait till the summer, don't wait till the, the weather, look at it outside. It's like summer out there. This is the perfect day to do it. But I'm going somewhere afterwards. It's the perfect day to do it. It's the perfect day to do it. If God is calling on your heart today. See, water baptism is a representation of what Jesus did for us. As we baptize you, as you go under the water, and as you come up, you're moving from death to life. 
You see, when we go under the water, it's not possible for us to breathe under there. It's not possible for us to live. But when we come up out of the water with a newness of life, with our sins forgiven, washed away, wiped away, we can breathe and we can celebrate. And we can be as excited as we've been all morning about what God has done for us in our life. So I want to ask you, if that's you this morning, if you are saying, you know what, Pastor Jason, I want to be water baptized this morning. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I don't care what I wore. I get you. I got stuff back there. We are ready for you, church. We are ready for you. Make the choice this morning. Don't miss this opportunity for a life-changing moment. If that's you this morning, I want you to just slip your hand up. Come on, be bold. We've got four people coming in. I know there's a few people raising their hand that are going to get baptized. Anybody at all, I'm, I'm telling you guys, we're ready for you. We're ready for you. Anybody? Joyce, we got you covered. I got you on the list. We're ready for you. Jerome, we're ready for you. Who else? Anybody? All right. Don't miss this opportunity. <laughs> Noel, baby, I see your hand, baby, but we got a little more discussion that happened before we do that with you. Because we want you to know what you're doing when you do it. And maybe she does know. Maybe she should have a talk with her. So church, here's what we're going to do. We're going to move back into a time of worship. I'm going to ask those who are getting water baptized to go ahead in the back and get changed if they need to get changed, and then to move over here. And then once they're settled over here, the church, we want you to stand during this time. We want you to stand during this time. If you want to see better, if your kids want to see better, or maybe you have somebody that's getting baptized you want to see, I encourage you, come out into the aisle. Come down here a little bit. It's okay. This is a public declaration. This needs to be seen. It's a witness for what Jesus Christ has done in our lives. So stand with me. Let's worship, and let's get ready to have an exciting time of celebration as we take those from death to life. Thank you for being a part of today's Faith Communications broadcast of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. If you do not currently have a church home, you are invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Erie Christian Fellowship is located at 5900 Saratania Road, directly across from the Walnut Creek Middle School. You'll find us on the web at www.ecfchurch.org where you may sign up to receive our monthly Faith Communications newsletter. Again, thanks for joining us today. And always remember 2 Corinthians 5-7 that declares, For we walk by faith, not by sight.